welcome to Funny Looking Podcast number 20. Oh dear, number 20. 10 plus 10, 20 podcasts. What a legacy there is. This podcast is a bit of a rush job and entirely my fault. I'm all alone. <laughs> no Pete. No, no Pete. He's, he's off having a life. Pete Jones. Good old Peter Jones. It's my fault. I thought I'd arranged it. He can't be here. So you're not going to get much of me. I'm not going to witter. And that is a good thing. But what is funny looking podcast? Funny looking podcast. We are fans. We are enthusiasts. We want to share and celebrate the things we find funny. And we've got a brilliant archive. Simon Munnery, Robin Ince, Holly Byrne, Pappies, Hayley Ellis, Gaines Family Gift Shop, um, Phil Ellis, all the Ellises, the simply genius Michael J. Dolan, and you, you need to seek him out, Tim and Duyeb. And um, we've also got a longer, lovely chat with, quite simply, this is a, this is a chap who uh, I saw... Uh, many, many times in the 80s, when I was a teenager, schlepping round the South London stand-up circuit, uh, still held in high regard, with high renown for, for good reason. This is our chat very quickly with uh, Mr Arthur Smith, and uh, the sound's a bit all over the place because he was strolling through the streets of the Bath Comedy Festival. Uh, nothing to do with Romans anymore. Bath, it's all about comedy. That's all we do. Here's Arthur Smith talking about his uh, next run coming up at the Soho Theatre, Leonard Cohen. We'll have a little bit of Leonard Cohen to finish as well. Where are you? Where are you, Arthur? Well, I was going to sit uh, at the foot of Bath Abbey, but I've actually sat outside the Abbey Hotel, where, lo and behold, the uh, the Bath Bizarre, Bizarre Bath, a sort of comedy tour of Bath, is, I think, ending and it's done by Noel Britton, the comedian who once won the new actor year old. And he, uh, years ago, I did this as a sort of publicity thing. I did a tour of Bath before anyone did it. And uh, he came up to me and said, do you mind if I borrow the idea? And then here I am now. And look, he's just come to the end. <laughs> he's been doing it for years, ever since. It's... I said yes, obviously. Obviously. I wish, secretly wish I'd taken a bit of a rake off. <laughs> it's like Elton John said, it's the circle of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm, uh, oh, look, uh, that's been, he's just finished, that's been clapping, can you hear? Absolutely, and what I'm hoping is you'll get the kind of secondary rush of fans directed to you. <laughs> yeah, look, it's just a, no, it's a good round, look. It's a good, it's a good crowd, you should have had that rake off, at the very least. Yeah, so I stand at the back, start sneering, and I bloody brought this up, he stole it off me, I've had nothing, I'm just a homeless mess addict now living in Bath Eastern. I think people would probably believe you. <laughs> what are you doing in Bath? I'm down here, I'm, I'm down here for doing um, Arthur Smith Sings Leonard Cohen, the remix we're doing at the uh, the cricket club. <laughs> Uh, on Monday, you know, I'm pleased to say it sold out. Yeah, and yes. um, I'm looking forward to to doing it again. It's a sort of slightly longer, slightly different version from the one um, I did in Edinburgh. We did it in Edinburgh last year. There's me and the Smithereens, though, some Leonard Cohen songs, and some um, talk about 
life, death, dementia, etc. Are these? I mean, I saw this, and it is a lovely, lovely show. I'm not just saying that. I saw this lovely show, and very funny, and some killer, kicker lines. Oh my god, uh, at Mac last year. But that was the hour-long version. Yeah, this this one has an interval and probably comes in, uh, you know, well, with the interval, probably an hour and a half or something. Right. It's happening again. He's got another round of applause at the end, though. That, really? must, be, that must be sickening. <laughs> uh, he's really milking it now. <laughs> why go, um, why go back to Leonard Cohen? Starch. Yes, yes, sorry, I've been distracted here, as we all can be, of yes. course. You, you're uh, entirely yeah. allowed to be. But, uh, yeah, the Leonard Cohen show, it came about over... It's funny, the sort of evolution of it, because I first did a show called Arthur Smith Sings in, oh, I don't know, 93 or something, uh, when I had a sort of successful play running and I could just do whatever the hell I wanted and we charged 50 PD getting off and people their money and leave. And and, uh, and I'd only really picked the title just because it sounded sort of ridiculous, Arthur Smith Sings, Andy Williams. And I had no particular but anyway, in the end, I didn't think about Andy Williams and I enjoyed doing it. And then I was, I'll do a trio of Arthur Smith sings. So, and then Leonard Cohen sounded funny because it just seemed to promise the grimmest evening and entertainment imaginable. Uh, but I did it. And then, you know, and then I forgot about it. And then I've ended up doing the third of them is, oh, unless I do an Arthur Smith sings Jacques Brel or Arthur Smith sings Lady Gaga. Oh, I like the, Jack, but, uh, I like the Jacques Brel sound. Hmm. Well, maybe Georges Brassens, because I can do French a bit. But then oh. no one's really heard of George Brassens. Oh, it's just a, it's, it's just that night. That's night of all of them. All yeah, of them. I don't know. The thing is, you know, I'm not, you know, I can sort of do Leonard Cohen singing. I call myself the third best tribute uh, act in the south of England. But I can't, I'm not sure how good I am. I mean, because Jack Bell was a really good singer, wasn't he? He was he was a good singer. He was uh, what's the well, word? So Lennon's more of a kind of groaner, you know. <laughs> well, you suit He's a poet it. singing rather than a singer. Well, you got. I've got to say, you suit it and you fit it. Who uh, who are the Smithereens? The Smithereens are my trio of brilliant musicians and backing singers. Uh, one plays the piano and they all sing, and um, you know they they really give a depth to the sound that I, you know, I didn't have when I did the one just singing on my own, really. It's quite nice, because, of course, Leonard Cohen frequently uses uh, no backing clear. singers to bolster his uh, croaking. And his, and, uh, uh, and his private life. Yeah, indeed, I'm sure, yeah, as I say in the show, uh, Leonard has slept with approximately 237 backing singers, and none, it seems, regress it. I have slept with none, and none, it seems, regress it. But, um... Yeah, uh, no, that lends a kind of bit of glamour to the thing as well. But I mean, they're all brilliant singers and musicians, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been very nice for me because I often work alone. You know, I'm often doing a one man show or something out of town. And it's just me really, and I don't usually take anyone with me. Occasionally, my partner, but you know, she's seen enough. So, uh, whereas it's nice to do it with three other people, and especially three women in a way. Like, it's a special time when you put your makeup on, but I go out for a fag, you know. But, but it's uh, it's nice, and we all get on really well and have a right laugh and enjoy doing the show. So it's um it's quite good. However, now Gav, I have to go because I've it's the I've got to go on and have my picture taken at the end of the new act. 
competition in the Bath Comedy Festival here. You can't, and you, say you can't hold back my from old that. chum, Helen Lederer, and uh, is one of the judges, not one of the contestants. Well, it's just a but, life of uh, glamour, a life of glamour. Well, what we'll do is we'll um, we'll link to the the Soho dates. Obviously, Bath is sold out. This is going yeah. before them, but we'll link to those. And uh, it'll be lovely to see it again. Lovely to see it again. I know it's a very moving piece as well, as, very, as well as being very funny. Have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, but I've also got in this new version the most is miserable, depressed song you can possibly imagine. This is a, one. Of, it's not a song that Leonard sings very often anymore. But it really is, you know, people talk about him now doing sort of uh, wrist-slashing music. Well, this one, this is the one that really is like that. I've always found him very funny. I'm singing it. Oh, yeah, well, I've, huh? always, I've always found him very funny. Yeah, no, of course he is. He's a very witty man. And he's, uh, I mean, he can be melancholic, obviously. Um, but his reputation as a sort of, it's just because he's a bit of a growl. And I think people assume that it must be all misery. But actually... If you listen to the lyrics, they're full of wit and, and they're kind of optimism about existence. Well, I, I hope you have right, a good I'll fun. Run. You do that, the, run uh, off. <laughs> run off for the glamour. Cheers then. Hello, from Bath, I did you so well. Well, my friends are gone and my hair is grey. I ache in the places where I used to play and I'm crazy for love. But I'm not coming on I'm just paying my rent Every day in the Tower of Song I was born like this I had no choice I was born with the gift of a golden voice And twenty-seven angels from the great beyond They tied me to a table right here in the Tower of Song What are you doing here, Kirsty? That's not me. Gosh, who can be responsible for this beautiful and complex keyboard solo? Well, you can say that I've grown bitter Of this you may be sure The rich have got their channels In the bedrooms of the poor And there's a mighty judgment coming But I may be wrong You see, you hear these funny voices In the Tower of Song There's links. It's really, really worth you seeking out if you're if you're that way. Um, there's links, obviously, in this podcast. But but go to the Soho Theatre. Uh, Arthur Smith sings Leonard Cohen version two, the extended mix featuring the Smithereens. And I'm a as I said as I said in the chat, I'm a big fan of Leonard Cohen. I always have. Always found him extremely funny, incredibly dark, but but very very funny. And this is just a beautiful piece, killer funny gags. Uh, um, fantastic singers and um, uh, and really moving, really powerful. I love it when a comic is mining 
themselves, their own life, their experiences. And this is that um, mix-up of all of that. There's a, a lot of Arthur in this Leonard Cohen. There's a lot of Leonard Cohen in our, this Arthur Smith experience. There's a lot of Smithereens. And there's a lot about his mum, which um, uh, is, is incredibly powerful. So I hope you get to see it. And, and go and see it. And I've also... He did mention afterwards, I forgot to say, if you go over to his Facebook page, find him on, and we'll put a link to that as well. Do that very quickly. There's a chance to win, I think, uh, tickets to see that as well. And why why am I doing this? It's, how, it's not a sponsorship. It's because Arthur Smith is a pal. He's been very good to this podcast, and uh, we're more than happy to talk about this. And if I was down there, I'd be going. I definitely would. If you've listened to Funny Looking before, you know that we're always seeking out um, things that are just funny and need more people to share that. We've been really lucky with the people we talked to. I can't believe I didn't mention James Acaster. James Acaster, we talked to him last year. I can't, I didn't, I didn't even, that the surfeit of amazing people we talked to. Um, of course, we don't discover these people. These are hardworking comedians. But we see them and we just want you, we are excited by them and we want to share that with you. Uh, normally, and if you go back to a lot of the early podcasts, we've talked about Excess Malarkey, just a brilliant, brilliant night. And I know Pete was there um, last night as I record this in Manchester. But there's been, um, th- there's always been a comedy scene in, in, in Liverpool and really good people come here. But it doesn't like any taste like any banquet, like any buffet. It doesn't mean you want everything on the menu. But recently there's been a real upswing of interesting small gigs and interesting people coming through, running gigs uh, here in Liverpool where I'm sitting. Uh, We talked to Alistair Clark uh, in in an earlier podcast and it's really worth listening to and there's connections with Alistair in this uh, next conversation because um, up up and coming conversation is with the Legion of Doom who seem to have been knocking around forever. They're a sketch trio. They'll introduce themselves. They'll tell you all about them. Now, if you get this quick, if you listen to this on Monday, uh, Monday the 6th, they are doing their Monday night uh, gig. And I'm going to be there at 81 Renshaw Street, a new brilliant venue uh, here in Liverpool. I'm going to be there. I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to that. But don't worry. It's every Monday, the first Monday of every month here in Liverpool, and, and I, I, I absolutely recommend you seek them out. Uh, you've got a second chance this week, unless you listen to this in the future. Hello, how's the future? Because they'll be headlining, the, the, as they mentioned, another Simply Brilliant gig, Matchbox Comedy, monthly at the Lantern Theatre, and um, emceed by Alistair Clark. And it's just been so well curated by the team behind this. Um, I've been to each gig and I try and get to get to all of them again. People they like, people they know, people they want to get to know a bit more, people they've seen. So a philosophy we really want to get behind. So you've got a chance to see the Legion of Doom this week, uh, Easter week. Bring your, bring an egg. Bring, bring Take your chocolate egg with you. I'll, share, I'll, share, I'll be at both gigs. I'll share it with you. But it's not about that. Let's listen to the to Legion of Doom. Uh, we, uh, when we recorded this, we're sitting. We just had a lovely breakfast at 81 Renshaw Street. I'm not being paid to say that. It was just, I had a lovely old breakfast. We're sitting outside um, at, at different restaurant tables in the sun. And uh, obviously, we look like a bunch of ne'er-do-wells, as you'll find out at the end of this chat. 
It's a very sunny day, and we're yeah. sat, sat outside somewhere. I've got no idea where you've brought me. It's Oscars. It's a back alley in Liverpool. It's a special place. And I'm, I'm sat with a legion of doom. Hello. Who Hi there. What, what's that? Who are you? Where am I? Um, Can I go home? No, not yet. Not until, not until we've found what we want from you. What? Introduce yourself. Uh, we're, a co- we're a collection of, um, of comedians, aren't we? We do sketch and character comedy, uh, which a lot of people think is a bit strange. But funny. But funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so to my left I've got... Uh, Lee Hithersay. Uh, Rob Bond. And Ollie Bond. It went very formal with the surnames there, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. all right, it's not... Yeah. Oh, sorry. We'll do it again, then. Lee. <laughs> Lee. Rob. <laughs> Ollie. Right. Funny, funny Oliver. Oh, oh, I thought we were going well, non-formal. Non-formal. Oh, yeah. uh, funny you looking, we're all, we only talk to people that make us laugh. And we only... And we talk just to add a conversation over a bacon butty that we don't review. And um, I have been coming to your shows and laughing. So that's the criteria met. Smash. It's a yes. strong start. It's a good, and the last, the last one I saw you did, a, it was a little bit of a celebration of, of your time together as Legion of Doom. Yeah. So potted mm. history between you in one minute, 37 seconds. What, who, how long, go. Ooh, five to six years of the working night, together. The night's eight years. We're five years, aren't we, as, yeah. a, as a sketch troupe. And um, two of them good. Two of them good. Yeah. yeah. The rest finding feet. Yeah, finding feet and being too dark. And being right, too well, dark. Definitely present. Yeah. I believe yeah. there's been those. Yeah. So Legion of Doom. Um, describe yourself. Uh, you know, I'm putting up. First of all, you're part of that. There's a lot of sketch about. But you've been around longer than this resurgence yes. as well. Yeah. So how is it being a sketch troupe at the minute? Good because I think. Because a lot of the new acts, are quite, uh, uh, in fact, that new, they've not really got a voice to them. Some of them, and we 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 have our style of comedy, and we've had it for quite a while. So, you know, you can go and watch a lot of sketch troops, and you see the same thing and the same kind of humour, and you feel like they could actually swap sketches with each other. It's kind of written so similarly. Whereas, because we've been off on our own in a corner of Liverpool doing our own thing I think we've got our own voice and we've got our own style which is absurdist but at the same time grounded in the, in the mundane reality blimey oh, wow good though yeah, that's really good oh well, I have a brain <laughs> keeps it on his desk you also have um, quite regular characters returning as well don't you how long have they been around that's two is that two years as well Thaddeus Thaddeus is about three we, we have Thaddeus Spence, who is essentially the right-wing Doctor Who. Yeah, he's, um, he's a Victorian time traveller who has uh, fallen through a hole in time. Or, in fact, no, no. He no, he, no, he has a time machine, but he didn't used to. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he's essentially a Victorian man travelling the cosmos. With all of the morals and uh, treatments of women and other races and yeah. buses... Of the Victorian era. Yeah. He, he doesn't like our, our world. It worries no. him. He hates change. Very frightening. Yeah. But, yeah. But whereas Doctor Who would go back in time and make friends with Gandhi and that, Fadius Spence's greatest enemies are anything progressive from the past. So suffragettes, Gandhi, anyone good, the really. Miners. The miners. We had one where he's trying to get Rosa Parks off the bus. Yeah. But we couldn't find a way of doing it where... <laughs> We yeah. can suitably get that on the no, stage. That's that's on on the back burner. It yeah. will happen. Yeah. <laughs> Rosa Parks will be 
yeah. off that bus. Yeah. Just going to get off the bench. <laughs> well, as, as it is with Thaddeus, he won't succeed because he never does. No. I've got shopping up into Argos. <laughs> so you, um, your nights were at, at Mellow Mellow. Yes. Yeah. And now you're set up. Do you have a regular monthly night? Is that the get? Yeah, is that the, the first end? Monday yeah. of every month is the Legion of Doom's comedy night, and it has been for eight years. Quite recently, we've been doing a lot of new stuff there, haven't we? For a while, just to build up kind of a yeah. I'd say for two Four years, failure. two yeah. years we've been doing fifty minutes of new material each month. And but we're scaling that back a bit now. We're just we're representing it, actually directed, cut. Yeah. Uh, one of the lovely ladies from 81 Ranshaw Street is helping us. Yeah. Being and she's being a directing lady. And uh, so, that, so that's where you are, that's where you currently are monthly. Yeah. 81 Ranshaw Street. And so, yeah. what's the aim then? What's after this length of time? Because I know that you know because you're over Facebook and Twitter and the, Edinburgh. You're planning for Edinburgh. You're off today to do a photo shoot for Edinburgh, aren't you? Yeah. 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 This is the year we've said. This is the year where we have to make an impact <laughs> because we um, we've been up to Edinburgh. Three times previously, yes, three, three times, times. Yeah. and uh, we've had cons- considerable cult success. But it's about us actually kind of promoting ourselves. To, we've, we've always promoted ourselves quite well, but to a degree where I don't know London might get involved and might recognise us. And yeah, we want to get a little bit more serious with it because no. we have genuine fans up there who come to the show like more than once. But it's about pushing past that and actually trying to get more people to come. I mean, last year we did a cabaret, which was packed every night, which was fantastic. But um, we only did about 15 minutes of our material, and the yeah. rest we, it was like comedy night north, that. But it was great. So, what's the plan this year in, in Edinburgh? Well, we've got two lovely slots in the uh, in the voodoo rooms. Uh, one at half past ten in the evening, and then one at midnight. Um, so we're, we're aiming to be the sort of the late night sketch sensation in the voodoo rooms. Yeah, the quite, a, quite a popular venue there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's very reputable. Certainly the, the most popular in the new town. It's um, they've got three rooms, for three, three, three different uh, performance spaces. Performance yeah. spaces, yeah. It's, you know, on the free fringe, we're part of PBH's free fringe, and long may they continue. But it's probably the best space that they have, I would say. It's you, you go there, you do a show, you do feel like a bit of a rock star. Yeah. It's, it's nice. They nice. give us two slots in there, which is very nice. Yeah. yeah. So we're very pleased. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They're not listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. We're sitting here in beautiful, sunny Liverpool. Yeah. And I know people, we've got listeners all around us. It's got a growing cultural scene. It's got, as it always has, it's got a growing comedy scene. There's seems. <coughs> seems there's also a bit more of an established alt-comedy scene or yeah. cabaret. How's that helped you? And Because obviously you've been part of that for a long time. And how's that helped the reputation of the alternative uh, coming from the northwest, going down to that there London? Yeah. Well, potentially a bit cocky, but I do kind of think that we sort of started the alternative scene, or at least started off again in terms of the comedy, because eight years ago there wasn't really anything. The only reason why... Rob started putting together the night and we got involved is because he'd had enough of gong shows. Because he kept getting gong off at start. Yeah, yeah, kept getting gong, 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 gong shows. <laughs> so it's gong perhaps off. a bit less altruism and more pragmatism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> but it's one of, the, one of them, you don't really think about it, but well, it, it gave us a platform to just do whatever we wanted, which a lot of people just don't have. Mm. Um, and we have done whatever we've wanted. To, yeah, for quite yeah, a while. Yeah, to the... 
the, the exasperation of some yeah. audiences. <laughs> Fifteen minute sketches based on one pun. Oh god. <laughs> Oh, that's a that's a vivid memory. You can't see this, but the look across Rob's face then. Yes. That's a memory. Which yeah. one are you thinking of? I was thinking of uh, Badger Watch. Oh, yeah, I was thinking yeah. of the Onomatopoeia. Oh, fucking hell, that's even worse. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bad time. What our aim is with the really bad sketches is to bring them back one day and make them good, because that's proved we've got better. Yeah. But also, but then, left- then afterwards... To perform the original 15-minute version. The one with two jokes. <laughs> the one with two jokes. The director's cut. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ridley Scott it. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. else have you got planned? We've got quite a few gigs coming up, actually. We've got... Um, we have, yeah. Secret Circus on the 1st of April. We've got our next comedy night on the 6th of April. And we have um, Matchbox Comedy... Um, run by uh, one of our mates, Alistair Clark. Clarky. Clarky. Um, Lace of this parish. Yeah, guest of this parish, yes. Yeah. 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 Who, um... Yeah, who, when's that? The That's the 8th. That's the 8th of April. The 8th of April, yeah. Which oh. is a nice little space. So what's the rivalry like in Liverpool now? What's the, what is the, um... How would you paint the pitch? How would you describe the comedy scene if there is one in Liverpool at the minute? Because that in, that interests me. Someone of, who's interested in the more alternative side of comedy, there's yeah. definitely more on offer now. Yeah, and yeah, I'm travelling less to make to Manchester for it. But when I'm travelling outside of Liverpool, there's still a certain perception of what comedy is in and coming from Liverpool. Yeah, well, I, I think I can imagine what people think. It's me, mask got cake, which you know. Mask got cake. Yeah, you know. I can't. I've never imagined that, but I'm, I'm glad you do. I'm glad somebody <laughs> yeah. is imagining that. No, it is that notion that that, com- that Liverpool can be the death of comedy if you, yeah. unless you're yeah. from Liverpool. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a tough gig, and there are comedians I don't know who said who don't gig in Liverpool for that reason. It it, it is it is true. Like, I mean, it, it, like this, the truth of any matter lies somewhere in between. If you go to one of the big clubs on the docks or something like that yeah. and it is full of stag dudes and it is full of you know hen, hen parties and that then you case, probably will have a hard time yeah. won't you I think yeah. it's a case of tailoring your material to that as well I mean we don't particularly have anything that we could use there no um, but we, we know that it's just something we don't bother doing because yeah. it's just be and there's nothing stupid idea. there's nothing wrong with it but we just wouldn't do very well there yeah. and vice versa as well if if someone came in and said ah we bird filled me out the other night because I was doing something naughty for which yeah. humour arose they wouldn't do very well at our night either so yeah. it's, it's like, the, it's like the music in it blowjob jokes at our night as soon as, as, soon as yeah. blowjob jokes yeah. happen everyone's kind of oh, I was getting a blowjob the other night <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> Just doing it really badly. Doing it really badly, and we didn't. So it's like that very niche brand of comedy. There's sketch, there's musical, there's observation, yeah. there's blowjob yeah, comedy. Blow yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's we've we've been to gigs where we thought we would absolutely bomb because we didn't think we'd be the right kind of comedy, yeah. and we've just absolutely smashed it. Like what's the what's one of our recent ones? We did it for the um, for Genie in the Gutter, who. Was who specialise in getting uh, people who are dependent on addictions um, back into the real world. Help them. Yeah, so, yeah. That's the better way to describe it. Yeah. And uh, we thought we'd, we'd crash and burn, but it was, oh, it was tremendous. quite an experience. It was one of the best gigs yeah. we've done in the world. But we've, I suppose with the alternative scene, you've got another comedy night which lies not far from here. And, you, and that's fairly, not straight stand-up, but it is stand-up. Um, and there's lots of 
exciting and original things coming out of that. There's our one, um, which has got us doing sketches, other people doing sketches, and we, a lot of us are sort of pals we met in Edinburgh and things. Musical comedians like Chris Foster and Friend, who you should meet a man dressed as a leopard, um, sing songs about I tea cakes. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, we have the, our dear friends from... Reverend of Levity. Reverend of Levity. Yeah, they're yeah. doing this one finally. Yeah. Yeah. Sixth of April, yeah. Sixth of April. Catch that. Yeah. Come some place. Come some place. And then there's, there's Alistair's Night, which of course, um, this is sort of similar. Um, he gets different comedians to us, obviously, but it is in a similar vein. Yeah. So, so where are you getting your audience from? Who are you? Who is a typical? Legion of Doom, and I know that's a ridiculous question, but um, we have a, re- a large returning audience. Yeah, More we do. Than, yeah, it's it's quite a lovely thing to have, to be honest. I mean, we've uh, it, it, sometimes it's seasonal based on kind of how many people are in Liverpool, like how many people are elsewhere. Students probably have the same it does drop off sometimes when the students go home. But we have but like a, a good thirty people who will come to most in a year and we run in June and July as well not all comedy nights do because I do I think they do depend on students and things but we're a funny crowd because there's a lot of sort of like the Liverpool creative scene who I don't think generally go to comedy nights apart from ours because we have clown and music and puppetry and things sometimes yeah. as well yeah. but at the same time yeah it, we have we have a wide range some, some days when we think oh People have told us they're not coming this month. And we're like, oh, we're going to have about ten people, and then suddenly yeah. it's just full. That's what I was thinking. We don't, we don't massively rely on our friends coming as much. Yeah. Because um, obviously, when you start out a new night, it's it's all your friends coming in. But you know, we do get audience people who we don't know or people. Who we Who's Terry? I saw Terry. Oh, Terry Alas is a poet, a scouse poet who is um, the most intense. Um, Performer, yeah, that probably exists in Liverpool. He, uh, he's me, putting on a Scouse accent, fairly good Scouse accent, would you yeah. say? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah, and I, I read poems about, uh, about how we have. Well, how did he start out? That's probably the because he started out being this very angry, intense Scouse poet, you know, blood of the working class, and, that, and then he just sung uh, Bewitched. But done in a very aggressive Scouse poet style, and yeah. then what? One day uh, Lee couldn't sleep, and then came in with this poetry apology, <laughs> madness, which was speak truth, S P E K E, and uh, he sort of took up from there. Really. Yeah, it was just kind of mockery. Up all night. Yeah, I do that a lot. That's when my creative juices really and flow. To quote yeah. Terry, work will set you free. Work will set you free, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you remembered that. I'm afraid it made me laugh too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was lovely seeing the people who got that and then you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> room splitter. But yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's... He probably comes from... Um, the, the Liverpool poetry scene well he does come from the Liverpool poetry well, yeah, scene yeah he does in that they, the poets are really intense for no real reason and the night when we actually compared as Terry um, some uh, some poets came into 81 Renshaw Street and they're like oh have you got poetry on in here they're like uh, not this week no we've got a comedy night on tonight they're like why have they got poetry on 
it's like what well, because we haven't why it's a fucking joke and then they left and as they left they spat on the window really <laughs> yeah so like that's <laughs> so the night when I was when mocking their that. intensity good they, job they, they didn't did do it. it in front of Terry <laughs> yeah. yes that would have been a gosh <laughs> that, that was also the day where someone bought Speak Truth um, a friend of mine who's an English student in Liverpool Hope and the, the class actually dissected it <laughs> So, yeah, we got the yeah. service in Liverpool Hope, <laughs> which take that for what you want, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Liverpool, no hope. Oh! I'm joking, I know some people from there. The oh. drama course is apparently work- uh, workable. <laughs> second to one. Being the John Moore's one that we did. <laughs> no, I can't say anything. I went to UCLan in Preston, and you should never, ever go to Preston. Is that how you, you met? Is that your origin story, as other, well, another podcast would say? Those two met. I knew him since about five minutes into my existence. Uh, we didn't talk for about four years. No. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, eventually managed to get over that. Yeah, the brothers. Yeah. We're, we're and, related. Uh, and we met in Spot uni. Oh, yeah, we met at the Interform football match. Yeah. Where you made no. a very... No. Lee no. made a very naughty joke, which we won't repeat here. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we met there. Yep. Um, I was an extra for you in a show. Yep. Um, she should have been the leading. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> and then, and then after university, you'd you'd already set up the night, hadn't you? The comedy yeah, night. And yeah. then we met. Then you were just like, "Oh, do you want to do something?" And I was unemployed and um, rudderless. In life, and you offered me to be a part of the Sketchy Bastards. Oh yeah, uh, a short-lived comedy Very. troupe. A short-lived as in we did one night together. Um, Might have been two, but yeah, it yeah. wasn't very much. Like, we did a few sketches. They went all right, and uh, and then you, then me and a, me and another friend called James Jackson, who uh, was originally part of the Legion of Doom, but is he was a tall one, but he's a traitor. Yeah. Um, Gone to open a pub in Nottingham. Which he never opened. Still doesn't open. <laughs> um, yep. Before he left, he... Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of anger flashing across yeah, the yeah. faces, like yeah. warning signals. Before here. he left, yeah, yeah. he kissed Rob on the cheek. Yeah. He just left, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. in the fog. Betray me with a kiss, <laughs> Jackson. But we did something, we did something, didn't we, at your night, and then uh, you were like, oh, should we just start something up and see what happens? Yeah. Well, I think we, the, the Preston it. Fringe was sort of like the thing that we were going to do. Yeah. And then we didn't bother. And then we did it next year. And then that was quite... So I think 20... Yeah, 2011 is the kind of the start of the Legion of Doom properly, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So, monthly 81 Renshaw Street, first right. Monday of the month. 6th of April. 8 o'clock. A 6th of April being the next one as we talk. Yeah. Um, London Sketch Fest coming up. Yeah. That's 3rd of May. Uh, when, and when does that finish? Hello. This is kind of Oh, sorry about that. And um, we don't mind just sitting there. As long as you don't want any No, no, no. Okay. It's all on camera. You can see it. Not a problem. Oh, I just said to the girls, I'm joking. As long as you take we're, we're literally two or three minutes away. Sometimes and people leave all stuff. doesn't matter how long you are. I completely understand. Okay, sorry about that. Thank you very much. The, um, can we keep that in? <laughs> I'm 43 and I think I've just been told off. Nah. I feel young again. Nah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sketchfest, you got she's Sketchfest. She's alive. <laughs> <laughs> we all are in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all. 
a random pin. We're on camera, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. legally, we can use particular European laws to request that video, and then I can put it on YouTube. That would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah kind of... Lucas, the artist, does that. She dances in front of security cameras and then requests it under her data protection. <laughs> yeah. as, w- as would be quite boring, though. Yeah, this yeah. was... For, Unless. For, for men not littering. Put it away, Ollie. <laughs> I, I think that's killed the vibe. We're just we're just finished there on a kind of like a, a downbeat threat. Or can we can we tell you about London Sketch? Fest? You do that. Tell oh, about yeah. tell me tell everything. Tell pe- people where they can get you. Yeah. Uh, other than your, the monthly nights. Okay. So um, yeah, and the main one at the moment on the second of May, we will be uh, at London Sketch Fest, which is a competition between the best and brightest unsigned sketch acts in this great land, and we're in heat number two on the second of May. Uh, eight o'clock it starts. Um, Where is that? Um, that is at the. Uh, it's in Elephant and Castle. It's the <sighs> London Museum of Cinema, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a it's a big event, and we were very proud to get in there. We were we were selected uh, to be in the final twelve, which was an honour in itself. Yeah. yeah. And now uh, we've got a Storm King's Landing and uh, yeah, yeah. Raven Pillage. No, no. Just win the competition. Oh, just, just win the competition. <laughs> Maybe after. After. Yeah, and then yeah. after that, we've got Edinburgh coming up as well. Yeah. So what we're, what we're trying to do at the minute, we're trying to form a shit-hot 20-minute <clears throat> set, which we can use for that, but also build the Edinburgh show a lot earlier than we usually do. Rather than the month before we go to Edinburgh, we've actually already started. Yeah, we started us. last year, like most people who are good do. Yeah. But we don't usually do. Yeah. <laughs> for the, uh, the free-form, uh, kind of homegrown... Yeah, so this year is the year of taking things seriously and doing things properly. Yeah. And taking comedy seriously. And so far, we're, we're half managing it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Legion of Doom. That's all right. <laughs> now let's check. Can you check underneath your table for um, litter? I've yeah. actually put, you know, I had that thing of chewies. Yeah. I put the plastic uh, coil in my pocket. Oh, right. so there are leaves on the floor. Yeah. Are they clusters? What about? I don't think we brought them. What about that seagull uh, effluent? Are we oh, responsible? Yeah. Oh, for I'll, that? Go and, I'll go and wipe that up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, uh, all the above. Legion of Doom comedy on Facebook at Legion of Doom eleven on the Twitter. Obviously, other than being mistaken for a evident potential aggressive litterer what a lovely chat with the legion of doom there uh, lee rob and ollie um do follow them on on facebook i think facebook is the best it's the best place and i, I think tonight as you listen to this if you listen to this immediately who, who wouldn't tonight april the 6th they're in uh, 81 Rachel Street with the Brethren of Levity. As mentioned, what a brilliant, brilliant um, pairing. And uh, also, you, if you miss them tonight, it's fine. It's fine. Every Monday. You can also catch them on the 8th at Matchbox Comedy, as was said. Matchboxcomedy.com. And uh, this week, is a, it is a great lineup. Liam Pickford. Very much looking forward to seeing Liam Pickford, Jane Edwards, and Adam Staunton. 
Staunton. Adam Staunton. Um, do seek out matchboxcomedy.com uh, monthly. I'm, I'm going. I'm going every month. I don't care. I don't care what you say. But um, if you are Northwest based, then that comedy blog uh, run by Francis Greenfield and support, I'm sure, is a, just a fantastic resource. You can find uh, that comedy blog on Twitter as well. I'm just going to scroll down. Interview with James Acaster. How could I... How could I... They wouldn't... The first thing you see on their website is an interview with James Acaster, and yet I forgot. This is the... You know, the I, I'm just scrolling down. Becky Webb, fantastic clown performer. Uh, what else have we got? Scrolling down. I know there's a brilliant interview with Sarah Pascoe. He's surely one of the funniest comics in the UK today. That is it. Thank you very much for listening. Find us in all the usual places. Twitter at FunnyLookingPod. Um, FunnyLooking.co.uk. Find us on Facebook. Uh, come and say hello. Uh, come say hello in real life. I mean, plainly, like all human beings, I'm vaguely socially awkward. I go to places and lurk around. Um, but if you've listened, do come and say hello. And like all podcasts, and if you listen to this, you listen to other podcasts. But it is true. A like, a share, uh, a subscription and a review really, really helps us. So do all of that. Don't forget, and this is the last, the very last thing I'm going to say that I'm gone. Funny looking live on Spreaker every Sunday night. Spreaker, it's like speaker with an extra R. And uh, you can listen, call in, chat, uh, despair along with us. Thank you very much. We've missed you. You are lovely. Thank you. I've said thank you far too many times, haven't I? I'm not I'm not gonna say it again. Good night, goodbye, good day, thank you. Off. Mm-hmm.